Hello, welcome to the Fruitcake Podcast, in which we review songs that we enjoy uh, and explain why we enjoy them. And review upcoming artists. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be a, a, a lot of fun. Yep, very, 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 uh, yeah, fun. Interesting, okay, yeah. Yep, okay. So um, this week, uh, a band called AJR, which you may or may not have heard of, um, released a new single called Bummerland. So we'll be covering that along with um, some singles by Joji, including Daylight. And then we have time. We'll get to a, another artist towards the end. But um, yeah, so you want to get started with AJR? Yeah. Uh, so I don't like AJR. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's, pre- let's preface that with, with what. Um, so I, I don't think that their music. Well, actually, no. Here's the thing. I do like a few songs from their first album, uh, particularly The Green in Town and Getting yeah. Old on Bleecker Street. Amazing those, songs. Those songs are very, very nostalgic to my heart. and I love them. I love mm-hmm. them dearly. Um, but everything else after that sucks. <laughs> okay. Um, I do not like them at all. I think that they make songs that are for millennials. Um, that's basically all you need to really know about them. Okay. Okay. So, and then you can, you can say what you, what you think about yeah, them because okay. we have so very I'm, different. Yeah. I'm a little on the other side. Um, AJR was actually one of the first couple, uh, secular bands I was actually introduced to. And, um, because of that, they, uh, they kind of hold like a, I guess you could say sort of a little special place in my heart, although they are not by far one of my favorite bands. Um, I do respect them, and I actually really, really enjoy their first album, as Matt does. Um, I think that was their best album. I think they were younger, and they were still learning how to do production, maybe, but I think it was more raw, and it was more genuine, which is why a lot of those songs, um, even stuff as simple as the harmonies that they do with both um, Jack and Ryan when they sing together, which is something that they actually don't do anymore, I think little things like that change the music up a lot and make it just a way better. So um, I... I don't not like AJR. I actually enjoy the band a good deal, although I would not say they're my, uh, I guess you could say, top band for that. And um, I I don't really think that their lyrical content is the best either for um, some of their songs. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of my little take on AJR. So, yeah. yeah. Very interesting take. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um so yeah, uh, we both listened to Bummerland, um, and we both agree. It's it, a horrible song. It's a it's a really bad one. It's a, I actually haven't heard a song that was this bad, until this song. Right. Yeah, and I mean we we're gonna get into why we think it's a bad song. Maybe um, it's not the worst song of the of the year. Definitely not yeah. the year. No, but, for sure not. But I, it's probably. It's not great. It's yeah. definitely a, a it's uh it's definitely a step back from their last single which was Bang, which uh we might review later on, but that that was actually that was that was pretty good as far as AJR is concerned in my opinion. Um I <laughs> Okay, we'll we'll move past that. Um but I definitely do think that Bummerland is a bad song. I don't like hating on bands just to hate on them. Yeah, I agree. Um I agree, that's yeah. why I still listen to songs that um from bands that I would really never want to see live ever, but I do it because I I just hoping 
that one of these days I'm going to switch on one of those songs and it's going to really blow me away. But so far, um, unfortunately, that was not the case with this song. In fact, it was the exact opposite. Um, no, yeah, for sure. Bummerland, it, uh, it, it was a bummer. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it was pretty much a bummer. Um, I don't know if they, I don't know what time they had with the song. I don't know how long they worked on it. But it, it does definitely feel like more of a quarantine song. Um, it does, it does. So it's yeah. more like a, of when 21 Pilots released Level of Concern. Right, which... Was done in two weeks. Yeah, it was done two weeks, and may, may I just say it was a far better It, it was. It was way better. Um, it, it but was, then again, they were 21 Pilots. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, I mean, you, it, you can... AJR literally is trying to be 21 Pilots, but they can't. Honestly, for some stuff, it definitely feels like it. They were, uh, I mean, it, it's definitely a, a quarantine song, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell that they made it quickly, or relatively quickly. And if they didn't, then uh, they have no Does excuse it, for how it sounds. Yeah, but, it, it sounds pretty bad. I, I would say, like, okay, production-wise, it sounds a little bit more expensive. sounds a little... I'll agree with that, yeah. Shiny. Sounds, sounds like they used, yeah. it sounds a little smoother, and yeah. I just think that it is bad. I agree. The production I, on it is not great. And um, I actually like most of Ryan's production. Um, when he was doing like those YouTube live breakdowns of his songs and stuff, I watched him. And I find a lot of what he does interesting. Um, I, I, I don't like the production on the song. I think they definitely could have done a lot better in, in multiple aspects of it. Yeah. I think that the... Because it starts off with the chorus, which... I feel like the chorus is pretty catchy. Yeah, it's a very catchy song. Very yeah. catchy. I'll give it that it's for sticky. sure. It's sticky. It sticks to my brain. Yeah. But the... but I feel like the lyrics kind of really, I think that's the thing that's the main problem for me. I can't I get past the lyrics. The lyrics definitely uh, make or break the song for Lost Songs. And for this one, it sends, in my opinion, the song just right into the trash can. Yeah. I mean, it definitely, it gives me a click vibe. In a way that it's like basically talking about almost like uh, being quirky. It's yeah, it was it's their like, old AJR quirky. Exactly, thing. like in the click, they used to um, they used to write songs about like uh, random feeling stuff like, or ra- random yeah, things. Yeah, like exactly. the, o- the office, like in real in exactly. relation a TV to TV show, yeah. um, whatever it may be, and so that song kind of felt like that, and it it was um, yeah, definitely had clicky vibes to it, and especially in the way it's produced as well. Yeah, I feel like though that it. It had a lot of, um, maybe just a little bit of Let the Games Begin, just in the sense of, like, I don't know. There right. were, I kind of got a I can kind of hear that, and that might make a little bit of sense, because I'm, if I remember correctly, Let the Games Begin did not do super well either. No. Um, uh, with their fan base or at all, really. Yeah. I think that that song is just, uh, Bummerland, is very much plastic to me. It doesn't seem very real, it's, in the sense yeah. of... Uh, one, Jack's vocals, like, I I don't want to hate on his vocals because I think that he can be really good at times, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, Ryan is really Ryan good. is the best. R- Ryan opinion, is the best. Sure. Yeah. He f- sounds a lot more down to earth. Um, He's also the best writer. Mm-hmm. I think that Jack, unfortunately, has a voice that I just cannot connect to at all. I'll agree with that. And his voice does not sound as genuine or like he really cares about the lyrics that he's singing. Yeah. Whereas feels, uh, he sings with less emotion. I'll say that. It feels very anti-charisma to me. Yeah. Like he has a very big anti-charisma. Just which is dry. I don't think that he's trying to 
be no, like super. No, no, I don't think so either. You know, like, and I think his voice works with a lot of the songs that he does sing, and they write some of the songs like to the way that Jack specifically sings, and they sound good. Um, but just as a whole, for the way that he sings and the way he sounds, uh, yeah. yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. Yeah, I, um, and then with the production, there was a point at which, um, there's no vo- like there's no lyrics, and there's just this little like. A horn or something maybe like a little trumpet yeah yeah um i actually kind of liked a little bit of that i enjoyed that part i, I think that that was definitely my favorite part of the song it sounded kind of a little bit like an elevator music thing but the way yeah. that they put a spin on it a little bit it was kind of interesting wish that they did it a little bit more or maybe explored it a little bit better i don't think that they did it exactly the way that i would want it to be done but no, for sure. But I do think I think it was in, it was interesting. I yeah, it. it was interesting. Um, I know what you're talking about. I think it's like somewhere in the middle of the song or towards the end, somewhere yeah. on there. Yeah, it's like a little trumpet sound. Um, that was definitely my favorite part of the song. I thought it was produced the best. Um, it was the part with no lyrics, but I I actually thought it spoke the most. I I like that part the best out of the whole song for sure. Yeah, and I think the song production in general isn't the worst. I think it's pretty okay. I think it's just the way that... I, I just... For me, I just don't like his production very much. I think it just sounds a little overproduced at times. Because there's several things happening at once yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And your attention is thrown between all of it. Sometimes there's albums that can do that. Um, particularly with rock and uh, abstract noise. Mm-hmm. Um, different genres like that. Maybe even like experimental hip-hop yeah. and rap. But... It almost sounds a little... The two produce. Yeah, basically. it, it yeah. sounds there because there's a way of make mixing it and making it sound like it all belongs there. Mm-hmm. Some of this just sounds like I really want to talk to him and be like, "Hey, can we take away this? Can we take yeah, away that?" Yeah, there's there's definitely too much in the song that you can hear. Um, I mean, I I definitely yeah, I definitely feel like there's probably too much, but at the same time, it's not it's it's as far as production goes for songs, I don't think it's the worst. No, I definitely just think not. that the the lyrics definitely impact how much I like the song. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. And I would also say that it would be very hard for me to say like, "Oh, this guy just doesn't know how to produce." Oh yeah. Yeah, like I I can't say that because he knows how to produce. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but I think that it's just the way that he produces. It's a lot of things going at once. And I don't know if I enjoy it. Yeah, he likes to put a lot of different little stuff in there. Yeah. And um, we were talking earlier, and you actually, you said something that kind of resonated with me, which is like, they always go for 100. Yeah, it's always... Uh, the songs like never like really yeah. drop down. Um, unless you get slower songs, like maybe, uh, you know, going, going out on Bleaker Street or yeah, Turning Out, out something like that. One or two. Which are some of my favorite HR songs, actually, but... Unless it's songs like those, I completely agree with that. They're, like, always going at 100. They're, they never, like, slow down. They're just, like, going for this loud, almost to a point sometimes it can be a little obnoxious it, sound. Yeah. And, uh... I feel like even when I did enjoy AJR, because they were one of the few bands that I was introduced to, mm-hmm. you actually introduced me to I them. did introduce them, yeah. And I liked them for a full year. And then they released Neo Theater, and then I listened to it, and I was like, oh okay you know like maybe it'll just be like with trench where it had a grow on me mm-hmm. um but it was the exact opposite it actually grew less and less on me like as time went on and i think that's when i was able to step back and be kind of like uh do i really like this band anymore because i listened to the click again and i was like okay well there's a lot of problems that i 
also see from Neo Theater. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that a lot of it is due to the fact where they're kind of like Imagine Dragons, where um, they have to have these bombastic or, like, giant noise. Exactly, you know, like, yeah. Like, we need to be, like, fed, force-fed this, like, huge like drum. Like, the loudest drums, trumpet-sounding, yeah. yeah, for It's sure. very much like, look at me! Like, if... AJR was a kid in a youth group. It would be the kid that is jumping around or touching people because he has no boundaries. <laughs> I, I, I definitely get what you're saying. They, they definitely have a... Uh, their, their sound is very... It's, it's loud. They use loud instruments like trumpets or like big drums that make yeah. a lot of noise. And it's... I, I mean, it's, at one point, it's their sound for sure. But on the other hand, it's exactly like you're saying. It's almost like they're trying to get so much attention mm-hmm. for some weird reason. And um, it works, don't get me wrong. I mean, it works for a lot of their songs. That sound works. But without some of them, it's just like, you know, why? And you're left with that question. The song mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, well, that was, you know, it was okay. But it wasn't, it didn't blow me off my feet. Yeah. And with Bummerland, I feel like it kind of gave me the same vibe as their beats from the Neo Theater album. Uh, I really did not like that song. I think that Beats was probably my least favorite of probably the decade Honestly. in music. It was literally them talking about what would happen if they sold out and then they proceed to start selling out for Beats by Dre. And it's kind of, it's not even quirky at that point. It's kind of self-defeating in its own sense because they don't try to break any mirrors. They don't try to show you the third wall or try to maybe you know like challenge their view of it it's just kind of presented to you as this big beats ad campaign and them asking what would you do if we sold out to beats yeah i agree it's kind of um beats definitely i don't know if it was my worst one of the decade but it definitely was a it was it was a horrible song it was pretty bad yeah. Um. At least in my opinion, and uh, I I would definitely probably put Bummerland up there with it. Yeah. I was kind of I don't want to say I was expecting um a lot, but I was definitely expecting a little bit more, more. from HR, especially given the current um, circumstances of time. Yeah, they have time to make this song. Um, I also thought that it was. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So they they had time to make the song. It. I mean, like I said, the last song I put out, Bang, was definitely better. Yeah. Um, I don't think we can deny that. And that would kind of shock me a little bit. I was like, okay, you know, you can, you guys can do some stuff here. And then I just feel like they took a giant, like, they just jump backwards. Yeah. They just fling themselves into the pool with Bummerland. And um, I definitely, if they took a little more time, like, on it and maybe, like, looked at it a little bit more before they released a the song, maybe they could have made some changes to it. But as it stands, um, yeah, I'm not a big fan of Bummerland. It's not not a great song. Yeah. I feel like lyrically it, Lacking? It, it's, it lacks so much direction. Yeah. Which I feel like is a very weak... Is a very is a weakness that AJR con- consistently has. They'll bring up a lot of random things. Yeah, they talk about haircuts and baldness and smoking weed. I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, um, they, they, they just don't fit. Yeah. Which I guess is part of their quote-unquote quirkiness. Yeah. But at the same time, it like... Like, even if you... <laughs> It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like, it doesn't fit in any time terms of... Uh, uh, structure. Mean, there's no structure no, there's, to it. There's, there's no There's no storyline. It's just saying it for the sake of saying it. Yeah, it's like it's like this word rhymes. It's like yeah. they just throw a word out there like, well, what rhymes with this? This does. 
And I'm sure if you look and like most of our songs have some type of story. If you like listen to an interview or if you just listen, like read the lyrics out, you're like, oh, I can kind of get what they're saying. Um, like others, like turning out, that's a clear story that you can read. And it's very self-explanatory and simple. Those are good lyrics, you know? Mm-hmm. But then you look at a song like this and like you said, it's just like random stuff all over the place. And it's very hard to understand. Yes. I, I feel like it, it loses what... I guess a song is, which is trying to tell me something. Mm-hmm. A song is supposed to be that way. Um, I don't think that a lot of artists think that anymore. I think it's more of just a way to make money. I definitely feel like a lot of, uh, or at least a large part of the song is having a conversation with the artist almost. Yes. To a degree. Um, but I feel like with AJR, I think they do desperately want to try to say something I agree, in, their, yeah. in their music. I don't think that they're just trying to make money. I don't think no. that... I think they definitely are trying to... They seem very much like what they're putting out, they believe in. Yeah. But... Which is good. Yeah, which is good. I I like that those are... That artists can really resonate with what they're making themselves. I do do enjoy the fact that they're authentic, I'd say. Yeah. I don't think that um, Cardi B looks at the songs that she makes and is like, this is exactly... You know, like, I don't think that she really thinks about the impact that she like that these songs have on her personally after they're done mm-hmm. but i think that ajr does and i appreciate that yeah um, um, yeah for sure but i think that they just need to fix up their lyrics man they, they yeah. gotta get it together in that writing room um it's almost as if they just uh like i said they're just like hear something that rhymes yeah. and they go with it which a lot of times isn't the best you know I yeah mean, like, you, I don't need to hear about your quinoa in your fridge. But. Exactly. I mean, you and me, we're both artists, right? In yeah. our own right. And we write songs. And a lot of times, I know I've done this where I'll find a lyric and I'm like, oh, that rhymes perfectly, but it doesn't fit in the song. And it sounds kind of dumb. So do I go with it or not? Well, 90% of the time, I wait a little bit, right? I think of similar lyrics. I work on the song more. And then a better lyric will come to me that actually fits with the song. And I yeah. feel like they just don't do that. I feel like they're very impulsive. And whatever they find, they just jump towards it. Yeah, even every single sound, I would say. I would say, like, uh, their influences range from the Beach Boys to Kanye West to pretty much anything that they can kind of get their hands on. And I think that for them, as an artist, it's kind of hard for me to define them. And I feel like, even though people always say, like, it's really good when they can't define you, because then that means that you're out of the box, or you're quirky, or you're you're different. Mm -hmm. I think that actually what people gravitate towards is when you can make a sound that's consistently built upon, but also people can always listen to that sound and be like, that's them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't think that a lot of art, a lot of artists nowadays that make music are making tons of money by just making a rap album here and then making a, completely different, different album, album like a yeah. jazz album or something mm-hmm. um but yeah that i feel like bummerland is a not good yeah it's very so, not good i guess in summary bummerland two thumbs down for me yeah i, I would give three thumbs down if i had down th- if that. i had an extra arm but <laughs> um let's move on to joji's daylight Yep, so we're, uh, so Joji. Joji has been an up-and-coming artist for how long now? I would say, like, about good four years. Good four Maybe. years, for sure. He started out as a, a YouTube... Personality. YouTube personality. Um, Filthy Frank. 
Yep. And then he shocked the world by basically saying, hey, I can write music now. Yeah. Um, and I would say back then, I would have very much disagreed. <laughs> yes, at that time. And we'll cover some of his older albums, hopefully, later on in future episodes. But, uh, yeah, I will say this. Joji has definitely shocked me Yes. in how much he's improved just as a whole, as an artist in general, how yeah. much he's matured in the last year. And we can start off by jumping with his latest song, Daylight. Okay, so in Daylight, uh, it is... I believe it is uh, produced by himself and Diplo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they both co-produced uh, for each other, and I think it really works. It, it surprised me how well it works. De- it definitely sounds like Diplo and Joji worked together to get a really good sound for the song. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they just they, they produced it very, very well. And I got to say, with this new album, like, this new album that's coming out so far, his lyrics have drastically improved. His, I mean, two of the main things that have jumped out to me from Joji that he's gotten better at over the years is his vocals mm-hmm. and his lyrics. Just from his last album, um, it's just, it's it's changed so much. And yeah. it's like, it's almost like it's not even the same artist, to yeah. be honest. His sound is still similar and his sound is still there, but the lyrical content is so much better. better. I mean, it's like you literally put the songs next to each other, honestly. Two different people, yeah. for real. And he's it's it's a good improvement. It's not mm-hmm. like he's changed in a bad way. It's he's showing me his versatility as a artist, which right. is really good. Like, yeah. I don't think that it's good when an artist can just be confined into this one little song where they're like, oh, that's always... Right. And they just make those they types just of make songs. Those, songs like, those types of lyrics and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, I think that going back to versatility and the ability to stay within one sound, I feel like if you can make a song that sounds really different, but also people know that it's you, mm-hmm. I think that's when you have succeeded as an artist. For sure. And his last several songs have been absolutely incredible. But yes. um, with more specifically with Daylight, I feel like the production is just pretty immaculate. It, like, he, the production on all of his songs has gotten so much better as well. Yes. Like he's like it I sounds said, expensive. He's just he's gotten better as an artist, but the production on Daylight specifically is definitely I- incredible. I mean, I, I don't feel like they could have gotten much better. To yeah, be honest, I feel like besides Run, that one's probably one of my other favorite produced. I think that Run is probably one. It's definitely, in my opinion, the best song of the year for sure. Yeah. Um, and it's beautiful. It's honestly like stunning. That's yeah. the word to, to <laughs> well, use. Well, and, well, I mean, if you compare any of his songs to Run, they fail, obviously. <laughs> Run is a pinnacle. We'll get to that a little bit later. But, I mean, with Daylight specifically, the lyrical content, like we talked about, was great. Yeah. His voice has improved so, so much. much. Diplo and him did such a good job just... Mixing their mixing minds together. together. Exactly. Because it, like, it felt like Diplo would have done something like that very similar. Especially since listening to, like, uh, some of the work that he did um, with... Ooh, I forgot her name. Well, anyways, it just sounds very close to um, his other stuff. Yeah, for sure. And I think that it was a good mix. It was a good mass. Yeah, and I think he did a good job um, centering around how how Joji sings and Joji's voice along with the lyrics. It just all meshes together to make this beautiful... I mean, this beautiful sound that's absolutely incredible. And the echoes that they add 
and to add like this spaciness really brings i guess the feel of the song yeah and that's that's me, also definitely really a, a i feel like it's a joji thing to do for sure yeah uh an echoey spacey sound yeah maybe and it fits rhythm. him and his yeah. voice so well to be honest mm-hmm. you know and i feel like there's just so many times where you can just kind of close your eyes a little bit and be like oh you know like that that was good yeah like i don't know yummy you it's, know like <laughs> I'm never disappointed, at least in recent years, uh, listening to a Joji song. I'll say yeah. that. His songs are never disappoint me. Uh, well, we'll talk about one of the yeah, ones. I guess yeah. there's, there are, some of them disappoint me. Maybe we can talk about um, Gimme Love, which was the one that he released before Daylight. Yeah. So which which released, made me scared uh, for Daylight because he released Gimme Love um, probably in September 6th. I think so. So he released, I think, uh, four singles before his upcoming uh, album Nectar, right? Yes. Which we can talk about a little bit at the end here. But um, and those were, I believe, uh, Sanctuary. Yes. Run, Gimme Love, along with Daylight, which yes. is his newest one. And uh, Gimme Love came right before Daylight, and I gotta be honest, it was especially it with good. such <laughs> with, with an artist like Joji, and I mean, coming right after a song like Run. I was expecting a lot. Yeah. I was expecting um, well-produced, well-written. I was actually expecting something that maybe might have been a little bit better than Run. Oh, for sure. Because Run was so stunning. I was like, this guy's on fire. How can this guy, like, fail? And then he exactly. put out Gimme Love. And then it was, I literally think I said, meh, after I listened I mean, to the song. I mean, to be honest, as it's, it's not a bad song. It's not. Because it, the production it's, is really it's good. It's really good. But singing as far is, as a Joji song goes, it was pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I didn't enjoy I, the song. At least of late. His, his new Joji stuff, like, compared to his new Joji stuff, it's, yeah. Yeah. Definitely um, not, not what I want from Joji. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I really didn't, I didn't enjoy the song that much. Um, yeah, like you said, I mean, I left just listening to the song and I was like, okay. It was, new, that song it's exists. It's a new song that came out. Yeah, like, that, it exists. Now. I, I, like, it's, I'm never once will I like open my phone and say I'm gonna listen to Give Me Love today you know like yeah. it's not a it's song not, that I'm gonna it's not listen gonna to. put it yeah uh, I know that you enjoy the ending of the song a lot well I I think I think I, I like the kind of heavenly chorus kind of where it's just these layers of voices I think it works very well um, yeah the I production on the it the production is, is really amazing, great amazing for sure but I think as the song as a whole it's a meh for I don't sure. think it's a bad song. I classify the song as a meh, yeah. It's just, it's not, it doesn't blow me away in any way. It doesn't challenge me. It doesn't make me think no. about it more. It, it just, doesn't It doesn't seem like, uh, yeah, it's just so much different than the other songs he's released. Yeah, even and then even lyrically, was good. even lyrically, it was kind of lacking because it was just, give me, give me love, give me. Yeah, it was very it was repetitive. Very, like, um, surface level. Yeah. There wasn't anything to kind of take away from it for me. Yeah, it was very, uh, it was kind of dry, honestly, Yeah. to be honest. And like I said, coming from Joji, that was a little bit of a shocker to me. But he bounced back with um, Daylight, Daylight, we just talked about, which is amazing. So, And yeah. I'm excited for the Nectar release. I think that uh, I've been waiting for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he tried to release it July, and sometime in July. But then when the pandemic hit, first off, he right away pushed it back to August, I believe. And then he's pushed it back now to November. November, so hopefully he stays on yeah, course here. Hopefully he pushes he pushes it out mm-hmm. at November, and um, then we'll hopefully uh, talk about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, let's 
quickly let's quickly cover his other two singles though. So yeah. um, I guess we'll we'll see leave the best for last. So let's go to Sanctuary. Yeah. How do how do you feel about that song? I think Sanctuary is a very well produced song. I think that the the lyrics are pretty good. Yeah, the lyrics are pretty good. Uh, yeah, they're pretty good. Um, I don't think that it sounds all too much like Joji. Joji, it, it kind of feels too clean, because there's there's not very much that spacey kind of depressing yeah. mood a little he bit. Usually, Joji's sound is usually a little bit more. Um, yeah, like you said, Sanctuary is too clean. Yeah. His sounds usually a little echoey, um, like skeletony. Uh, like they yeah. throw a lot of reverb in there, or type. Uh, I don't want to say dry, but it's just it's like this weird Joji sound that sounds really good with him and his voice and his lyrics. I would say a little bit of cold. Yeah, for sure, for a little bit of cold. Um, and Sanctuary just uh, it it, it kind of lacks that, but I think that it's not a bad song. Yeah, it, it's it, actually a pretty good song. That's actually I would say one of the reasons why I like it because it, it, it to me it seems like he almost went out of that zone where he was in, which he sounds great in. And he made a song that he's produced a little bit differently, sounds a little bit differently, yet he still was able to do a great job on, even working with a different type of sound than what he normally does. Mm-hmm. I I think it's a really well done song. I I kind of actually enjoy the kind of eighties, um, I guess vibe. Vibe, to it yeah, a it gives bit. it yeah. gives off, yeah, for sure. It's um, yeah, so it's a bop I, for sure. I mean, Sanctuary is definitely up there with one of one of his best, in my opinion. Um, and then run, yeah, I, I can talk about this I mean, all day. Run is, is, I don't think you can put into words how good of a song it's, it's production is it's beautiful off the charts. It's vocals off the charts, lyrics off. I mean, this song is almost perfect in every way. And on top of it, one of my favorite, favorite things, it brings back guitar solos. Yes. I mean, and not only that, the, the, what more do you want? Like, it was so crazy to me that he would even allow one of his guitarists to just go, like, go crazy. For, like, a full for minute. a minute. It, it was beautiful. Amazing. I love it. I mean, ever since then, I always look at a song, and I'm like, what would that song sound like? Like, it's With good, the guitar but what solo. would it sound like if you put a guitar solo in it? Because, I mean, it just does such a good job. And it mixes that, that kind of, like, Joji-esque vibe with this very beautiful like i would say maybe alternative rock yeah or soft rock but it it just sounds immaculate it's exquisite it really does it's i listened to it so much though that it, it got annoying to me a little bit but um that was just because i listened to it so much exactly. it, it was not because the song was bad at all and i think that um I will always look back on that and say, man, just don't lose faith in artists because sometimes they can blow you away. I mean, Run is... It, it, I mean, it's, it's, it is definitely one of my favorite songs. Gotta, it has to be one of the best songs of the year. I mean, I don't feel like there's an option here. Yeah. The, the, like, Even the, the music video, to be honest. Like, oh, I, the music I video loved it. blew me away, which shocks me because most of the times, I mean, for example, with a song like AJR's Bummerland, um, the, the music videos either make me like the song worse or just keep me the same. I'm like, okay, yeah. whatever. But, I mean... It actually kind of yeah. added for me. We could get into bit. that a little bit. Um, there's actually a little part in the music video where he's just laying on the desert ground or whatever, something like that. Mm-hmm. And around him, it's like dry and it's dead and it's cracking, right? Because when dirt gets, you know, dry, dry. water, it cracks. 
and throughout the music video it actually slowly grows and gets into his face mm -hmm. and you see that and I thought that was just an amazing part of cinematography and it it was it, it really helped the me song enjoy tell the story, song for sure yeah I think it made me enjoy the songs kind of lore a little bit more too mm -hmm. and the entire him waking up in a limo scenes were were amazing i, I yeah. love that and then him running through running it through and then it, finally it was... at the end he gets to the uh he gets to the screen or yeah. whatever that is and he breaks it and it's i mean just everything about the song is perfect to be honest yeah i think the drums were so good the drums were amazing the sound was amazing it was produced i i mean i i'm gonna I can't say it. Stress it, was, it. it was produced perfectly yeah it was perfect in literally every single way. I'm sure if we sat for a little bit, we could think of, you know, some, some stuff things, you could fix. But try not to nit nitpick. I feel like it's a really great song. It's a really great song. Um, I think the if only you thing have not would... heard it, give it a listen for sure. Yeah, it, it's definitely one of my favorites of this year. Yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. Um, if the, I feel like there's not one song this year that's come out that has, like, dethroned that spot. No, I, I'm, I'm trying to think. And I listen to a lot um, of music. <laughs> Yeah, you and me, we, me and Matt, we both listen to a lot of music. I try to listen to at least, like, two new albums a day. It, it is, it... Maybe the good song news has comes not a little bit close. Been, uh, yeah, but good news is an old, from an older album. We're talking about good news by Mac Miller. Was that released to that? No, this was, that was released this year. Was it? Yeah. But it oh, was... yeah, I think it was. But I feel like I, it's not I, as I, good. I still, it's not as good. Per, okay, we'll set in real quick. Um, Mac Miller Circles... Amazingly produced, beautiful song, beautiful everything. I don't feel like good news beats run. No. I don't feel like it does. Me neither. It, I mean, it's, don't it, get me wrong. It's a really That's great song. It's an amazing song. song and we, it's like, beautiful. I think that the lyrics are way better. For it, sure. But I think that the way that run is presented, mm -hmm. I love the presentation. Yeah. And, and I think that it blew me away. It really yeah. did. And Circles and the whole thing with Mac Miller, like I said, we'll probably cover that in later episodes because that's one of my favorite albums personally. But yeah, Run Run just isn't beaten, I don't think. And yeah. um, it's just such a good song, for sure. Yeah, we, we literally talked so much on Run that... We've talked so much about this, yeah. I, it's, it's really great. Please give it a listen. For sure. Um, and now, I guess we can talk about the other song. Yeah, well... Real quick, I just wanted to get some of your expectations for his upcoming album, Nectar, and then we'll move on. Oh, yes. Um, I'm a little bit worried. <laughs> you love her. I, I, uh, the songs that have come out, Gimme Love was the only one that was a meh to me. Mm -hmm. um, I think... Do you feel like there's so many good ones that they're going to be bad? Is that what you're saying? I'm, I'm scared that it's going to be front-loaded. That yeah. the the front of the album like, is gonna be just... where he put all the effort, and then the back end is gonna be highly right. Neglected. Especially since I think the album has what twenty something songs. Eighteen songs. Eighteen. Okay, that's basically might as well be twenty. Yeah. Um, I personally, I have a problem I, I, with. I do have a problem with that. I feel like uh, you shouldn't go past twelve or thirteen. I think that's enough. Um, if you want to put out more, just uh, put save out it singles. for the next album. Yeah. Put out or, singles, do an EP, something else. Just please don't make us it's listen too much. to an hour I mean, and a half I remember album. when uh, NF released his album Search, and that one had, I don't know, like 15 And you know what? I only and liked I felt like, like that was four songs. Exactly. And I felt like that was too much. And with a lot of these artists, they release their singles, and their singles are the best songs in the album. Mm -hmm. And because of that, 
They released the rest of the album, and it doesn't compare. Yeah. They put all the effort into these songs, and the rest of them are bad. And because you have 18 songs that's on an album... That's a lot of... That's a, that, that's that's so a lot on the listener, I would say. It's, it's a lot on the listener, and it's a lot on the artist. Yeah. Because I feel like it's so hard for an artist to be able to give... 100 percent to each song. song yeah and i would rather get five songs that are 100 percent effort than 18 with the first five or six have 100 percent, and then and you then can the see rest, it going down yeah. and then you would get a song you know like give me love yeah. which i don't feel like you put a ton of effort into to be honest yeah i feel like i'm just worried because the songs that he's put out so far have not really disappointed me except mm-hmm. for give me love and that's only maybe four off the album mm-hmm. is that it yeah, yeah it's I mean, just four. I'm worried, but I'm also excited. I mean, we still have 14 songs yeah. to go, so we'll see how that turns out. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm trying to stay optimistic. Like you said, I'm, I'm a little bit worried that he front-loaded it, but at the same time, um, I, I do not, I'm not sleeping on Joji. I don't put it past him to give us something amazing, yeah. for sure. So, Especially since he's taken so much time to release it. Hopefully... Um, he put a lot of uh, effort into it. And this is the first album I think that he's ever produced on, like fully in the sense of under his major ra- label. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think he produced for his Nicholas Burbank or Nick, uh, whatever his uh, original, one. original one was that he posted on YouTube, I believe. Um, I think he produced all of that. But other than that, he hasn't really been producing for his own stuff, except for the stuff that he's been putting out for this new album. And I actually have been enjoying his production style way better. Yeah, I definitely like the way he does it for sure. So, so it's exciting. Uh, hopefully it's good. November 2nd, whenever that comes out. Mark it on your calendar. Unless he We're definitely going to be talking about it song by song and breaking it down. Yeah. Um, Might be a couple parts though. Yeah. <laughs> 18 songs is a lot, but yeah, for sure. Uh, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about the... We can talk about yeah. We'll talk. We'll uh, move to um, one more song real quick, which I kind of teased in the beginning. Um, Say my name by clipping. Say the name. Say the name. So. More. This is more Matt's Matt's baby. I'll yeah. Say that. So so, clipping to me, is just a really creative way of expressing yourself in hip hop, mm-hmm. and rap, but in a way that is. They're a smaller very, rap, rap band, I'd say. Yeah. I think they get, like, around 100,000 people listening on Spotify. So they're not, like, super small, but they're not big enough to wear. But they are incredibly talented. Yes. They, uh, the production styles of Jonathan Snipes, uh, David's, David Diggs rapping, it's very much different. But yeah, it, it it's, works. It's, it's different, and it's so out there that it works. I agree yeah. with you. And um, I, I haven't listened to a ton of their stuff, I'll be honest. But what I have listened to... It's very different. It's very experimental, but it works, and I, I'm personally always blown away by it, and I really enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, I think that... So with the new album that they're going to be releasing on October 23rd, it's, it was supposed to be released with their... There existed an Addiction to Blood. Awesome album right, title. Their previously album. Their album titles are amazing. Um, and then... With this new one, Visions of Bodies Being Burned, it was supposed to be released like a month apart, but due to Corona virus, it has been pushed back quite a bit. And um, I'm excited. I think that they haven't really disappointed me for about maybe six years, eight years mm-hmm. that they've been releasing stuff. 
Um, they're just really gr- good. Um, I think that the lyrics are very interesting, the way that they explore ideas. Um, and with this new song, Say, Say the Name, uh, it seems to be about Candyman, the legend or whatever. Um, yeah, and it was... Folktale. Yeah, the folktale. Uh, and it seems to be following the same kind of formula of their existence in Addiction to Blood, which is kind of taking aspects of horrorcore, which is kind of like a EDM breakoff of uh, music genre. I don't know. But yeah, it, yeah, I personally like what they did with the song. Um, um, yeah, I... I listened to it for the first time today, actually, and I was I was I was thoroughly I thoroughly enjoyed the song. Um, I love the drums. I love the drum beat in the song. I think it carries a long way. I love what they do with their beats. Um, they use a lot of different sounds, and it works just as well. It's not your average bland rapper beat that you're gonna hear, with just you know a kick and a snare. They put a lot more into it. Um, a lot more sounds, a lot more other things. I believe uh, you said they sampled one of their other songs. Uh, no, they they actually sampled a. Uh... From a movie, well, they sample from a movie rather. Excuse yeah, me. and they, what they do with that beat, because um, it's essentially them saying the same thing, over and over again, line after line. But what they build the beat off of from just that, it's very impressive, and it actually is very cool to see that as a producer myself, mm-hmm. um, because it gives me a lot of inspiration to do, like things that would normally right. scare me <laughs> and it's such a unique way of making a beat and doing something like that taking taking uh, a lyric or, or a, a scene from a movie like that cutting it sampling that and then using just someone repeating words as your main beat, beat. for a song yeah is something that no one does because it's weird yeah. it's most likely not going to work but they make it work and they make it work in such a good way yes uh, I don't think it's by far their best song. I still enjoy Nothing Is Safe quite a bit from their last album, but I don't think that they disappointed me either. I think that this was probably one of their better songs that they've produ- produced and put out. For um, sure. Definitely excited to uh, to see what their new album has in store. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the... Just like the samples that they use. I feel like they did sample some things and maybe just changed drum beats and patterns up a lot mm-hmm. but the some of the switches that are very subtle they're very nice for me to hear because it's just like wow like they actually went back in and they changed just a few things to where even though it's just one thing added if you're listening you're gonna hear it yeah for and sure I, and i enjoy that uh and i liked the little bees that they sampled yeah some I something i noticed with smaller bands is they're not or generally they're uh because they're trying to get out there they're less afraid to do things that other people wouldn't they're less afraid to take mm-hmm. risks that some people might not enjoy but when that risk has such a great reward and when it works the mm-hmm. way that they do with like you said them sampling bees and things like that and it sounds so good together um, I just I hope that Clipping continues to do what they're doing and yeah. releasing amazing songs like this. I feel like they're very ambitious. They are their for sure. size. Yeah, like uh, like I think that that's probably one of the reasons why they don't have a lot of listeners is because they are a little bit unaccess inaccessible, just a little bit, to where like yeah. if a normal person that listens to I don't know Travis Scott, they might <laughs> they're gonna get something. Yeah, way they're different. gonna get something incredibly different. Um, you have to go with them. Uh, you have to go in listening. I'd say, 
um, a little open-minded yeah and actually listening for like the quality of the production the music and his rapping his rapping is his rapping is probably one of the best I've ever heard it's one of the best it's uh it's a little it's a little different from from the normal rappers yeah and it almost might, sounds like spoken word but yeah more more aggressively spoken. it's 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 like aggressive spoken word that is rap that <laughs> makes rap look bad it's it, they do such a good job with how they sing. They're so different. They're so unique. Definitely go clipping listen if you haven't. It's the they're, they're they're amazing artists and they definitely deserve to grow much larger than what they are now. Yeah, and I'm excited for when they start touring again because I'm definitely gonna go watch them for sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. Yeah. Do you also want to talk a little bit about the Travis Scott, uh, song that you heard today? We can talk a little bit about the Travis Scott. Um. Like I said, like yeah, you I, can, said you can... I, I only heard this song today along with the clipping one when we were in the car, but uh, I'm, I'm, I don't listen to a ton of Travis Scott. Um, Me neither. I, I do listen to rap, but not usually that, t- that type of rap, not usually that necessarily his vibe, I guess you could say. It's but... very much, uh, here's what I will say about Travis Scott. I think that what he does is very one of a kind. Yes. Because every time... He's good at what he does. He's good, very good at what he does. I think that as soon as he made Astroworld... I think that a lot of rappers started copying, directly right. because copying. Because it was, it was so, so good. good and it blew up so well, yeah. Yeah, I think that um, it wasn't the best album I've ever heard. I don't think that he's ever really blown me away in a significant um, way, I guess. Yeah. Like, but he's still very good and I can really see that uh, he does have an ear for his sound and how that plays off with his rapping and stuff right. i think it really fits and that's one of the reasons why i was so surprised with this new song that you showed me um i name of it something right now. the plan the plan because it's such a different sound that mm-hmm. i didn't think travis could do but he does it and, and he it, does it really well yeah and that blew me well that blew me away because a lot of people see him uh, i mean i know i did a little bit on, as like a one-dimensional artist and he makes this type of rap music which is one of the reasons why you, you can't sleep on artists yeah i mean you i was pleasantly surprised by this song it blew me away i thought the production was good um the disco vibe it gives mm-hmm. is i i really enjoy it it fits with his aesthetic too of even just the way he sings and how his rap is kind of intermixed with the instrumentals i think it kind of mixes very well uh, at times to where i really want more from the song sometimes where it's like he does a very good job at giving me a little bit of what I like and then kind of letting me wait a while and then adds more of it but doesn't mm-hmm. give me too much to the point where it's it's overwhelming it's overwhelming yeah um, um I mean yeah it, it's 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 an, it's a really good song um I'm not I don't know how it's gonna be taken I mean I enjoy it but for his average fan base it is it is different uh, than what he normally does. Definitely different than Astroworld. D- completely different vibe. Like I said, it was almost like a, uh, I don't know, I want to say 80s disco-y, but so, something around there. And it just, it sounded it sounded great. Yeah. It sounded good. Especially for a song that's produced and made for a movie. I don't yeah. know. I, I Like, it's probably one of the best out there that were made for a movie. Yeah. Uh, that stand out to me right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, a lot of songs made for movies are, are not that great. Yeah. Um <laughs> I think that it was it was a really great song. Yeah, I think it was, it was ambitious. Good. It took his sound and made it more dimensional. Yeah, it definitely it added made more him dimensions. A, to uh, 
it, it, it shows that Travis can do other things. Yeah. And I'm right. ex- actually excited for when he puts out another album. I yeah. don't know when that's going to be, but... I'm excited to see how he... Uh, evolves. Where, yeah, how he evolves and how he changes from here. Because I know a lot of artists sometimes they feel like uh, eventually they need to change their sound a little bit and see. So maybe he's at that point and maybe we're going to get something a little bit different. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. I think yeah. we covered everything we wanted to cover today. So, um, recap quickly, we uh, did Bummerland, we talked a little bit about Joji, and then we ended right now with these last two rapping songs by Clipping and Kendrick Lamar. So, or not Kendrick Lamar, Travis Scott. Travis Scott. <laughs> Sorry, Kendrick Lamar is one of my uh, rappers that I like also, so he was stuck in my mind. But anyway. Uh, yeah, so give them a listen. Uh, maybe not Bummerland. <laughs> yeah. Uh, save your, spare yourself uh, if you can. But yeah, till the next one. Thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to uh, the uh, Fruitcakes. The Fruitcakes. The Fruitcake Podcast. Okay.